And welcome to the SJB Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, The Real Get At Me, and as always, my co-host, Joey Fantasy. Hello, everybody. And this week's guest, the 2019 champion, Nikki the Cat November. Glad to be here. Ready to talk some fantasy football. Thanks talk for about joining us. Second ring we're about to get. All right, so this is the first in-season podcast. I know it's going on to week five here, but as you saw tonight, everybody's just so busy. Like some of us have kids and wives and jobs, and then some of us just need to finish our TV show so we don't always get on when we want to get on. So I understand there's priorities, there's levels of things that need to be done before the podcast. Some of us are are putting our two-year-olds to bed, and some of us just want to go watch TV. Which one are you going to put on, Joe? I've been watching The You. Somebody re- recommended it. I don't know if you watched it, Nick, from uh, Netflix. The You. No, I'm not familiar. Or it's not The You. It's just You. You. Why are you? For all our listeners out there, our host resembles as a mirror image of the main character. So you should watch it. <laughs> He's a crazy stalker. <laughs> it is, it is a very good show. If you guys are looking to watch a good show. We saw a nice uh, Jewish family play at pickleball the other day, and they were um, had their kids on the playground, and the father looked just like you, Dom. I think Chase brought it up, or maybe it was ammo. <laughs> like, oh, Every guy with a ball. beard and receding hairline just looks like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had glasses. Me, too, and, you know, me and Joe could be brothers. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump in. It, Anyways, let's, let's jump into it. fantasy. All right, let's start with let's start with the hottest team in the league. Let's talk. Chase McKeown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I vastly disappointed because I'm not going to, I mean, I can't, I can't roast Chase right now. He's, he's got the team, at least on paper. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, like I said, in the uh, write up from last week, I think we all kind of agree Chase won the draft um, and his team seems to be showing off for four weeks. Uh, or both. I can't tell you. Won the draft. Was it? Maybe. <laughs> no, his brother-in-law? Which one is it, Dom? Taylor's brother. Definitely not Anthony, because we've seen Anthony draft before. It didn't go well. Fantasy Corbo, pros? Corbo got him into the playoffs Chase is roiding. Nobody wants to talk about it. Joe gave him his login. For fantasy pros? He must have. He knew well, all of our moves. I'll tell you what. It seems to be working for him. I was ready to uh, put somebody through a window when Saquon scored that 55-yard touchdown and then of course he doubles down in overtime so it just it screwed me this week but props to chase you know put put together a team yeah now uh why don't we jump to the opposite spectrum here and go to the 0 and 4 mike Kiefer, the run ham uh run it's kind of a weird way to be 0 and 4 you know he's put up 465 points. That's actually more points than the undefeated teammates. Uh, but it looks like he's also, he's had over 500 points scored against him, which only one other team's had done to him, and that's Robbie. So I think this is a prime example of why we have, we're having those discussions, those all those discussions in the offseason about what's last place and how are we going to uh, determine this. I think we saw it with Bob's team the one year and Dean's team 
And this is, I mean, I know it's only four weeks, but on paper, Kiefer's team is, is good. I'm not going to say good. it's bad. It's good, you know? But 0-4 so, is a hard, a hard road. Uh... I think it's still early for Michael. It's 0-4. Yes, it's not where you want to be. But his team is stacked. It's a nice team. If, you look, if you're on the ESPN app right now and scroll I mean, all the way to the right side and say see playoff percentages, he's still projected to make the playoffs over four guys per ESPN's report as far as playoff percentages. And he's actually ahead of the real get at me, who's two and two right now, who has a 40 winners, winners win matches. It, well, it's a matter of time before he puts some wins together. I mean, he's I was got talking, a lot. Like, four losses. A lot. It's, four, I mean, it's a longer season. He, There's 14 he loses, games. He loses four more. He needs more. to win seven games. If he loses four more, he might as well just kick it up. It's, it's going to be hard for him to lose four more. <laughs> I don't know. With his you, saw how e- you saw how easy it was for him to lose four. Well, I'll, I'll go on the record and say it. Sorry, Ammo. Kiefer gets his first win. And it's the over-under on the win is 15 as far as the margin of victory. And it's going to be over 15. And this is a recording. And you hear it, heard it here first. He's going, call, he's first going to call win. you Monday morning and let you know. That's fine. And we'll have did a great job this weekend. I mean, I don't even think he watched the game last night. I mean, that's how confident he was going against a, a depleted, the real good at me squad. So, I mean, that's it. So, that's a hot take, seriously. I'm assuming they – I didn't look at the schedule, but they the play – The projections. Yeah, um, Ammo plays Kiefer this week. Through this week, yeah, right. So, look at Ammo's matchups. I mean, Ammo, That's unfortunate. Ammo three and one. I, yeah, I didn't uh, – I'm going to have to take a look. It's still on – I got to move it. But, yeah, go ahead, Dom. What are the projections here? Uh, the projections got Kiefer by three and wow. a half. I think it's a landslide this weekend, and I think it's in favor of Kiefer. And it's because – there's some tough <laughs> match. There's some tough match matches for Ammo's starting squad. I'm gonna have to pull it up and look at, at some of that. But uh, that's a, I mean that's a good take. The Ammo's three and one, zero four. But I mean I guess it kind of fits the narrative the whole time. Is Kiefer's not as bad as we say, whereas his record is. So I'm um, man, game of the week. He's he's got to be averaging 115 a week. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's putting up points. He's not so. having bad weeks. All right. Yeah. Uh, Let's hit on one more team. Uh, Nick, let's talk about your team. You know, you took it. Yeah. It's always hard to come on the pod after your, after a loss, let alone your first loss. Yeah. Uh, you, don't have, you don't have the same fire you might have had last week when you're still sitting 3-0. and Right. So, you know, I, I said I, I didn't expect Cooper Cup and Mike Williams to – I expect them to still stay strong, but not to – I knew they'd – they take a step back eventually. I didn't think it'd be a one catch for 11 yard game out of Mike Williams mm-hmm. um, and Cooper cup with eight. So that was, you know, I figured they'd regress a little bit, but that was a huge step backwards. Not worried um, for the long run though. Edwards Hilaire still is my biggest concern on my team personally. Uh, he's good. He's bad. He's good. You know, I, hey, I just, I, I don't know how he's, how these going to be continued to be used in the offense. So that's, what's really, uh, is my biggest coin toss him in my bench. So, but I like my, I like my starters. Do you have any All comment around. on uh, Christian McCaffrey? Um, I mean, dude, just what I see on, on Reddit and, and on different platforms, it sounds like he's going to be all right. 
So I'm sticking with him here. Hopefully it's not like last year where they Matt Rule kind of dragged it along. He'll be back next week, the next week, the next week. Um, same thing happened last year with Mixon. So Bob, look out with Mixon hurt. And they're saying he's day to day, but <laughs> on the waiver. day to day turns yeah. into week to week. Right, right. So that's my only concern with him is just the coach spitting BS. But I, I think he's going to be all right, especially when not putting him on IR. So. Um, but yeah, I like my team. I, I just would like a little more running back depth. That's about it, though. I feel really good about the squad as long as no one gets hurt. What say, do you guys what think? You, say what you want about Nikki the Cats team, about his receivers not being able to produce down the road or keep up with what they've started off to do. The dude's got nearly 200 more points than Dean after five weeks <laughs> or four weeks. Four weeks. Everybody knows. The best owners score points, and he's got all the points right now. So all the points, he's doing something right. It's just early. It's early, you know. We'll see how it uh, shapes up. I seen um, McVeigh came out today talking about wanting to get Woods, Rob Woods, Bobby Trees more involved in the offense. So um, I still think Cup and uh, and Stafford probably shower together. So I think we're gonna be all right there, but. He's going to start spreading the ball out a little bit more. So that's another upside for Bob. Yeah. Uh, downside with Mixon, upside for Rob Woods. So, Okay, let's uh, let's go talk some trades. So we've had one, two – we've had three trades so far. Um, mine and Ross's was pretty minimal. Some let's Ronald, start there. Let's start there. We'll, AJ we, Green, Michael Pittman. For Ronald Jones and Allen Robinson. So you tell me about tell me your thoughts on a Rob. You decided to move him. He's been I, real poor this year so far. What do you think? I'd seen enough out of the Chicago quarterback decisions to know that as good as the player Allen Robinson is, it's not that he isn't considered quarterback proof. Like some would say, DeAndre Hopkins or Terry McLaurin are, but right. he's just not getting the opportunities. At least in like the two guys I mentioned, at least in their case, their quarterbacks knew if all else fails, throw to that guy where it seems like Dalton and fields are like, if all else fails, I'm either going to take the sack or they throw it to uh Darno Mooney or something like that. So he's just without the, without the hyper-targeted, the talent doesn't matter if you're not going to, if you're not seeing the ball. What do you think uncle Joe, you agree with that assessment? I would. Uh, I was really big on Michael Pittman. Dominic knows that. That's why I paid fifteen dollars for. I was him. big on him because I told Joe. Whatever. We're not so, gonna get into that. With that being said, Michael Pittman, when it matters, will be inside playing where it's warm in the playoffs. Where Allen Robinson will be in Chicago. I'm sure for two of the three games in the playoffs. I'm almost certain playing which for is nothing Chicago. but last place having a rookie quarterback throwing to him. Unfortunately, Allen Robinson is a great receiver. I just think this is a down year for him uh, just because of the quarterback situation. So, yeah, I think Michael Pittman is going to be in Dominic's starting spot here within the next few weeks. And the interesting part about that trade real quick is, um, you know, Ross had offered originally – AJ Green and Kenny Galladay, and I told him to throw in Pittman, and he could pick which one of the other two he kept, and he kept he kept Kenny G, um, right? And honestly, I didn't mind that part because 
the stats are showing right now that the uh, the Cardinals are putting up 450-something yards a game, and the distribution of the air yards are pretty even between Hopkins, A.J. Green, and even uh, Christian Kirk and Rondell right. Moore's flash. So I guess, you know, in the terms of take the high upside where – the Giants can just be a shit show sometimes and no pieces of that offense will be valuable at certain times. <laughs> not, not that Kenny G is never yeah. valuable. It's just he's more likely to have an off game because Daniel Jones, again, it, you, you're hooking with these wide receivers. You're attaching yourselves to the quarterbacks more than the players. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think it's pretty even. I'm excited to see how it works out, but I like your takes on it. Um, let's look at the bigger one, though, between Ross and – Uncle Joey over here. What do you think about that, man? You got uh, Cordell Patterson, Lamar, Marquise Brown, Mike Davis. Some pieces. What are you going mean, to do next week? I mean, you want me to talk about my trade? Yeah. What my thought process was. So I, t- I my thought process were, was real simple. It's a long year. There's an additional week. There's going to be injuries, especially with the running back position. I think, Nick, you mentioned in your First league note, there was an owner that was suffering injuries. And um, I've got to be up there with, if not the, the top leading owner with injuries, the second uh, between A.J. Brown, you know, now Montgomery last week. I lost – everyone forgets I lost Gus Edwards before Sunday kickoff. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> so, so I had a draft till week four. Yeah, right. So I've had probably – I, I think I was telling Amway, I think I have five total injuries right now that are pretty significant. Jerry Judy's on the, the IR. Um, I think I mentioned A.J. Brown already. So my thought process was it's a long year. Running backs are hard to come by. So obviously Davis and uh, Patterson, right? That's who I got. Yeah, Cordell. The, the running back two on the year. Yeah, the number, number two running back on the year provided me some depth for that bye week slash injuries that I've already been suffering. And I honestly, I think I've told Dom Lamar with Jackson was the quarterback. I was actually targeting this entire year. Um, I just, I know Josh Allen's a game changer and probably is going to be a top five, if not a top 10 quarterback for sure. But I just had a bad taste in my mouth about being up in Buffalo and having a little sluggish year. So I liked it for myself. Uh, it, no has, other. it hasn't been too sluggish the last two weeks. Well, the first two weeks weren't weren't yeah. all that great to talk about. I mean, obviously, week three, 40-some points, I got to, to reap the benefits of that. And last week, I think he only put up 20 points because they pulled him by the fourth quarter. But like I said, well, I, I needed to build some more depth for a long season. I liked I – liked, initially, I liked it for Ross by a long shot. But looking back at it and after another week – I think it's I think you did well for yourself. I like Lamar for sure. Well, who doesn't, you know? But then I think, man, I think Patterson could be a, a league winner. He really could. He keeps producing what he's doing. Um, I was surprised you didn't have him in your lineup. Mike Davis, thoughts thoughts on why you did that? Just yeah, I thought primary. Yeah, I thought primary back there. Cordell Patterson still is kind of a no namer. Uh, obviously, he's no longer a no namer. I think no I have him in. He's been, you know, he's been in the league for like 13. I know years. he's been in the league, but nobody I, ever I took him serious to no name playing him. him. I don't even think Ross played weird. him at all. 
it is a weird time for him to have a breakout year, you know, like 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he, we'll, he was we'll drafted he before does. you won your first ring, Joey. Yeah. Did you win one? Not yet, but he was drafted before that, too. And then uh, what about the last one? Come, All right, now we can trade. talk about this awkward trade. Uh, I think the consensus was <laughs> Kiefer did it again. And yeah, well, I can't uh, find the pieces. What you guys it got was, in front of you? What it it was. was Cortland Sutton, Daryl Henderson, and Devin Singletary uh, is who Kiefer gave away. Right. And he received Alvin Kamara and Jalen Waddle. I I don't you know I don't know I want to talk to Paul about it <laughs> you know we gotta get I, Paul on here and have him tell I us mean, what he was thinking. Sutton had Sutton's had one very usable game uh, week two against Jacksonville uh, had nine catches for 160 yards and scored 20 fantasy points um, but the last two weeks have just been six points uh, Devin Singletary same thing um, week two. Had a big blow-up game, had a touchdown, scored over 16 points. Last two weeks, he scored three and nine points. Um, Daryl Henderson missed a game against Tampa Bay, which probably wouldn't have gone that well for him, but he scored in the in the mid-teens the three games he has played, so at least there's a lot of volume and usage there uh, overall. So I think that was his best piece that he got. Um, so, you know, at least he, he has more stability, I suppose, with Daryl Henderson, where. I, I mean, I don't know, versus who, though, versus Alvin Kamara, because well, like Henderson he, and uh, Kamara just had his split. Kamara just had his first game in like some ridiculous, like last like without 60 a, games in his career without a catch. Right, right. And, you know, That's and he only too. and he only had 12 points. I mean, he had 120 rushing yards on. And almost unheard of for him, 26 carries, which isn't which isn't his game. Um, and I don't know what the Saints are doing in terms of usage for him. Um, but I guess if you're getting 26 carries, you're gonna be fine anyways. You know, 120 yards just didn't he just hasn't rushed for a touchdown yet this year. So um until the Saints get that involved and they don't use Tyson Hill as the goal line back. Right. How about that run he had a touchdown run though? It was right. broke that, seven, that, eight tackles. That was a man, <laughs> that was a man run. Right. Well, you know, I hope I mean honestly, I know we dogged it a little bit, but I do hope it works out for Paul. Paul's an owner. I don't mind He's trying to do well, you know. I don't Paul I like Paul in the league. Um, not like a big rival. I don't want to lose to him, obviously, but I don't hate losing to him like some other people. So good luck, Paul. I hope it works out. So, so far, that trade has actually been more even than we thought it would be. Right. It has? Yes. Kiefer hasn't won a game, and Paul's actually managed to still win two games. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. I'm just saying. Um, so, let's talk about Bobby's team. Yeah, let's talk about it. Bobby's sitting two well, and two. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. he, he has the hot commodity, Matthew Stafford, which, yes. you know, he drafted for $4. Right. He is the QB five averaging like 20 
26 points a game or 27 points a game. Uh, he does have the injury riddled Joe Mixon. Uh, he's got yes. Chase Edmonds, who's been almost hit or miss on some games. Uh, Terry McLaurin, who's produced, I think, three out of the four games so far, has put up really very usable numbers. Uh, yeah, I think I know you. He's two games in the twenties and two games in the single digit, so he's almost been hit or miss. Robert Woods, who's been non-existent up until uh, well, past week. This past week, you know, and that was with the touchdown. He, with the touchdown, got into double digits. Uh, still only yeah. four catches. George Kittle has not really been George Kittle. No touchdowns on the year. Um, only one double-digit game. Not what you expect out of a tight end you paid $34 for. Uh, you see, but he's still, he's still tight on 11, but any given week there's going to be there's going to be like eight other tight ends not named Kelsey or Waller scoring more than six points a game uh he had he had Raheem Osert so that probably went great for two carries where he averaged 20 yards a carry and then stopped playing um so, yeah, give me your thoughts, Nick, on uh, Bob's team here. Well, like – so, there's Bob. Bob picked up Mixon, who I went into the draft knowing I'd stay away from that dude, and I'm glad I did. And this is the reason why he, he fools you every single year. Every single year he's hyped. Every single year he gets hurt. I hope he comes back sooner than he did last year, um, just for Bob's sake. I thought Edmonds was not going to be uh, as efficient as he is. He's in double digits every game. So I think that's nice. We knew Terry was going to be solid going into the year. Um, I really thought when Fitz went down, it was in trouble for him. But the dude, like we said, is it don't matter who's throwing him the ball. He's all right. Uh, the Kittle thing, I got him in another league, so I feel Bob's pain on that. I took Kittle. I was in a snake draft uh, pretty early. And so far, he hasn't panned out. I don't like Beasley in his flex. I like Melvin Gordon there, to be honest with you. Um Melvin Gordon, Bob swiped him from me in the draft for like three bucks or four bucks, and I only had three. I had all my money on him, and Bob took him. Yeah, and he said he needed the depth because of Mostert, and he was right. He did make that comment. And because of Mixon. Right, and because of Mixon. He had two starting quarterbacks who only played four games last year. Right, so cheers to him on that. And, uh, yeah, I just don't know. I mean, it's – it's not a sexy team. Not a lot, a lot of big names, but there's some efficient players on there, especially if Rob Woods turns around. Um, I, you know, it's, it's like a sneaky team, I feel like. You got Stafford, who's the surprise, and then everyone else, you know, and they put together their, their best weeks, and Bob's going off, that's for sure. So, so it's a middle-of-the-road team, it looks like, and his record shows it, but you, ne- you never know with those type of teams. So see what happens. Yeah. All right. Um, the one team – well, go ahead. No, go. Question? You, no, go. Yeah, yeah. The one team I did want to talk about, is my opponent this week, and it's Dave. And the reason being is I called Dave the day after the draft, and I told him, I said, Dave, I think you have the best team. Um, <clears throat> after, you know, 24 hours after looking at everyone's team. Um, I know Ace said with the hot hand, but I, I really thought Dave had the best team. And um, – Last week, he turned it around, and I'd be honest, I'm not looking forward to this week. Coming off a loss, he's picking up. 
I thought he was the best team from the beginning. I'm, I'm not in love with playing him this week, um, especially with the things we've seen in the group chat recently with, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I just think his team's well-built. Uh, what do you guys think? Would you agree? No, he's definitely got, you know, a squad where he's got the number five running back, the number one running back, uh, digs where right now how season about, season totally sitting at number cousin 19. Too. Uh, cousins pick up too, you know. He swiped cousins there. You know, it's looking good. You know, cousins is a QB one. Tyreek Hill, you know, after his blow up week, put himself back into uh the number two position for wide receivers. I guess my only concern about Dave's team is his depth. A, yeah. Um, you know, none of these guys on his bench, he's not going to want to start them when bye weeks come and he's going to have to, but he's got that secret stash down there in the IR slot. He does, you know, know, uh, (laughs) we've, we haven't seen 2019 Michael Thomas since 2019. And that was what, that was with Drew Brees. And this will be like we said with Allen Robinson, you know, what kind of wide receiver is he? Is he quarterback proof or, you know, is he just not going to connect with his QB at times? Well, I like him with 2019 Jameis Winston, but 2021 Jameis Winston, they really put a cap on him. You know, he's throwing 150 yard games, 175 yard games. Old old school Jameis Winston used to sling that boy, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it would have helped him a lot, a lot better. And not, uh, and not to be overlooked. um, Dave also has the number two kicker. Averaging eleven and a half points Fuzzy. a game. Sheesh. Sheesh. So you know, <laughs> yeah, you might, I'm, I'm. You might over. People I, might overlook kickers, but if they're getting you double digits every week. That's better than some people's tight ends and running backs. That's right. That is my. Uh, that's that is my prediction. I'm not going to say Dave wins the league, but I think he finishes in first um, at the end of the season, going I into mean, the playoffs. He, he should probably score the most points if he's got two top 10 running backs and two top 10 wide receivers. Yeah. I think he goes in the playoffs in the ones as the one seed. Unless one, in, eh, I guess with his team, he could withstand one injury and just keep hoping for blow up games out of these other guys that are well capable of it. But yeah, right. You know, if things got grim for him, it could turn. South yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Kind of, that's how I feel about my squad too. You got to keep those starters healthy. Um, um, let's, but yeah, just assuming that let's talk about, you know, so we're in year two of the fab system here, the, uh, free agency acquisition budget waiver wire. Um, so how do you feel that's going for somebody like you, you know, you had uh Chris McCaffrey and you had to spend that money to get the handcuff that was just floating around out there. Yeah, dude, I, I think it's sweet. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, like I said, the other league I'm in is a snake still, and I hate checking waiver orders and knowing, like, oh, man, I ain't I, – like Chubb Hubbard, I had, like, seven or eight. I knew I had no chance of getting him. So just like the auction itself, it gives everyone an opportunity. And going in blind is Ross, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's all I got to say. There's a lot of fun going in blind, but me and Ross were talking the night before the wire hit, and he's like, yeah, I got a bid on him. It's like I might even raise it. He, uh, I went in and I went, I upped my bid, which I, when I didn't even have to, so he got me, but it's, it's part of the game. It's fun. I enjoy it. 
you guys think so too or what yeah like you just said it is uh it's a lot of fun because i'm in some other other leagues and i have to look at the snake draft and then it's automatic like i'm sitting number nine like the hell you know i'm never going to get that guy and he's the guy i need or even if you're sitting in last place if you're not one of those like priority leagues where last place is always getting the first bit off the waivers you know you go into this and you're like i may value him more than somebody else who's just like i'm picking him up so nobody can have him where yeah the fab kind of makes you put your money where your mouth is and you're risking you know well you have to show what your the true value is right all right i like that you got to show how you how you value that guy that's good joey any comments yeah i mean um i love fab um i don't was that key for who introduced it to us i don't know if he like, did or if i did whoever I did i think i did i was playing another league and i brought it up to you and our and we threw it in there since we we're in an auction draft might as well yeah, so I'm all for it. Um, as far as this season, I mean, you've got Bobby Scott who hasn't spent one dollar of his budget yet, um, and there's a couple of them that have spent nearly half of it. But I like just seeing, like you said, like Ammo will go spend money on the, you know, the waiver and then try and pawn him off to you, like he's God's gift to Barber. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then, then drop uh, him a week Josh, later. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon's the new one. Yeah. Um, I mean, Brandon Bolden. He tried to hit me with the Brandon Bolden trade. He's he's got yeah, something right. in the works for for tonight too. So be uh be on the lookout for Ammo's trade tomorrow once he picks up somebody for six dollars of fab money. Right. <laughs> he's gonna pick up Shane Boreen or something, Mixon's back up, and then sell him to Bob for George Kittle. He's gonna tell you George <laughs> Kittle sucks. Just give him to me. He does suck this year, though. He really does. <laughs> All right, Joe, you got any questions? We got about seven minutes left. Seven minutes left? Yeah, you, you've been kind of quiet. I didn't know if you wanted to throw I'm just looking at stats it. and stuff like that. Um, right, Joe, lay the question on me, the one you know you want to ask. Nick, I don't want everybody we, else. Yeah, I don't think we interviewed you uh, during the offseason this year, did we? We did not. No, no, we missed it. Yeah, so I'd be curious to see. And obviously, you can use where we're at today with uh, as far as the standings. But if if you were not to win the league this year, what what owner, if you had to put your money on somebody and say, you know, is your personal money, so it means something to you, who's going to win the league? Who do you think it would be? And you could use, like well, I said, the rosters right now. Is yeah, I mean, yeah, and you know where we stand today, I would I'd put it on Dave. Like you know, we touched on it earlier. I think Dave's got the squad. I really do. So. I, if you asked me that a couple months ago, I really couldn't even remember who I would tell you. But I remember listening to the podcast hearing that question. I'm sure I had different names go through my head, but I think now is the best time to really do it. A quarter of the season in, I think Dave's Dave's the team right now. That behind me, but yeah, Dave. So, and, and I don't think Keeper finishes last, like we talked about. He probably makes the playoffs if, if yeah, that's what was coming. Run. Yeah, I think Dean's got to do something to stay away from last. The injuries are killing him, but even with his healthy squad, I mean, I don't know. I so who is, is, who, who in the who in the top eight do you think falls out? So uh, Kiefer makes it in there. I think I think it's between the seven and eight seed. I think Paul or uh, Bob right now. Yeah, Paul or Bob. Let me see here. They get booted, and Mike Mike moves up. You know, I, I have the lowest yeah. uh, I have the lowest playoff chances according, guys to, in there. according to ESPN. Yeah, I mean, it's out, of the, 
out of the top eight you're, guys. You know, down to, yeah, I hate to you know do it to you on your own podcast, but I think you're right in that mix as well right now. I could be if things you know. don't start breaking my way. Yeah. All that time wasted in the offseason. But I'm a better owner than that, so I'll be all right. He'll find a way to get his 98-point wins. I'll find a way to jump on the back of my MVP quarterback, and he'll start scoring 45 points a game. But it won't matter. Let's let's not finish this with Dom. It's not let's about fin- me. It's not about him. It never was. Let's finish it talking with, and we had, and I'm surprised no one's even brought this up, Rossi Two Rings, your champion, your two-time champion, your last year champion. Me, I've been bringing this up a whole offseason. This is exactly what I expected out of Ross this year. I'm saying tonight. <laughs> I'm saying tonight nobody – you're talking about Paul's team, Dave's the next – did you even look at Dave's quarterback, Kirk Cousins, his playoff schedule? He plays the three best defenses in the league. Dave ain't going I didn't go anywhere. that deep. I didn't go that deep. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Get on the waiver wire. Find a quarterback. You got 10 weeks. But – Let's talk about the champ. I mean, he made the big, big trade, and he's just trying to put together his team from last year. Aaron Jones, Josh Allen, ES, ESPN has him Ronald at 20, Jones, twenty-five percent chance to make it. He's one in three, um, points four. He's second last, and points against. He's got hardly any points scored against him, so it's it's ugly for Ross right now. And uh, hopefully, Josh Allen turns it around for him because. I don't have to play him anymore. He's not one of the guy owners I have to double up. So I hope he tear, tears it up the rest of the year. But I mean, I I think we just got to let his new team settle in. He only had them together for not even a week. So let's get him. Let's see what he's got. Let's move on. Dom, what's our time looking like? We got uh, three minutes and forty five seconds. Joke. Ask me the favoritism question. I've been waiting on it. Ask the favoritism. Do you think the commissioner ever, you know, favor you know, favoritizes any of specific owners? Has it ever came across yes. your mind? <laughs> I've been thinking about this answer for months now. This is true, truly what I think. I think you don't personally show favoritism. I think you don't say no. I think if an owner asks you for something you will do it or put it to a vote. So He's I don't think it's over. favoritism. I, I, How would it be a pushover of, if, if there's 11 better, other guys that have to give you a decision? Because you're the commissioner term. and you're putting it on the rest of us and you're making us argue amongst ourselves while you just stand there and go, well, I'm just going to, whatever you guys choose, uh, you're the commissioner. No. I think, Here's, I think, that's not I think whatever. That's, let I think Nick finish, D, Dom. Is that what your I boss does? D, he lets you guys think, choose whatever you want? <laughs> shut up, Dom. Let Nick talk. We got two minutes. I think whatever Dean or Dave has asked Joe to do, whether hunting or otherwise, I think Joe would have probably done the same for every other owner in the league as well. That's what he I just, think. He just openly let me spend $65 on Saquon Barkley like, like one year. Or anyone else for that matter that asked for anything, you know. Uh, the fab money, I don't think it was a big deal that I traded it to Kiefer, but, you it know, wouldn't Joe have been a big deal, it. but it was just bad Joe timing. said it was cool, and then he still put it to a vote, and it was cool. You know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, and that's how that's it works, what, Dom. That's what. I, that's how I think it goes. All right. So, if he thinks Joe's <laughs> you want me to lay over. down the law, then you're going to answer Ammo's call. Yeah. Send him my way. All, All right, right, guys. Well, Good this has been course. great. Nick, thanks for coming on. Joe, as always, thanks for being here. Um, I love you. Somebody get time. on a league note.
We'll see if we get a league note. Yeah. Joe put that to a vote, and this is what happened. <laughs> well, that was because actually, I remember how the league note died. I think one of the G Rizzos just quit doing it, so then the other guys you, quit doing it. What, Joe, what do you hit? I mean, Joe, right, they Joe didn't ask, rings. Joe didn't ask anybody about? else to do it. He's like, "Oh, well, if Dave and Dean don't want to do it, I'm not going to make them." And that was the end of that. <laughs> and that was the end of the league note. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I gotta go watch Bill Clinton. I'll see you. All right. Peace. Peace.